Good morning, good morning. Let everything that has breath, come on and just take time and praise you, the Lord, wherever you are right now. Think of his goodness, all he's done for you. Come on, come on, make it personal this morning. Hallelujah, Lord God, we declare your glory, Lord God. We declare your power, Lord God. We declare our victory, Lord God. Hallelujah. We declare joy, peace, love, Lord God. Hallelujah. All those things, yes and amen, are in you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We declare those things this morning. Hallelujah, 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 Lord God. Thank you that we're free to worship you this morning, God. That we worship you from our hearts, Lord God. A pure place, Lord God. Hallelujah. We declare hallelujah. Your glory. Thank you, Lord God. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Get the glory out of us, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. your glory in this place oh, oh, oh. we declare your glory in this place come on sing it like you mean it declare your glory declare your glory declare your glory in this one more time place. say we declare your glory we declare your glory in this place yes, God. we declare your glory in this place
Lord God, even for peace and love, Lord God, we will bless you, Lord God, at all times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually, not sometimes, but all the time, be in my mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
say is Lord, you're worthy. Hey, all the glory. Sing it like you mean it. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, you're worthy. Lord, you're worthy. Of the glory. Of the glory. And the honor. And the honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, you're worthy. Lord, you're worthy. Of the glory. Of the glory. And the honor. And the honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't stop dancing. I can't stop dancing. I can't stop praising. I can't stop praising. You've been too good, Lord. Too good. Say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't stop dancing. I can't stop praising. Cause you've been so good, Lord. Too good. Oh God, Jesus. 
You're not a past tense God. Hallelujah. You've been so good, God. You are so good, God. Hallelujah. We can't stop praising you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Can you take this time and worship him? I don't know what it's going to take for you to just reflect, but he is so good, (laughs) y'all. He is so merciful, so kind. I honestly can't find words to even describe him, to be honest, y'all. Hallelujah. He has been so good. He is so good. Hallelujah. He's exalted. Yes, he's high and lifted. Hallelujah. You are the Lord. (laughs) Forever you reign, God. Hallelujah. This morning, we give you the highest praise, God. Hallelujah. We give you the highest praise. Can you just give him the highest praise? As a corporate body, can you give him the highest praise? Come on, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord God, you're worthy. Wherever you are watching right now, just give him the highest praise. Oh. Yes. Hallelujah. He is exalted, the King is exalted on high. I will praise Him. He is exalted, forever exalted, and I will. Praise His name. He is the Lord. Forever His truth shall reign. See heaven and earth. We rejoice in His holy name. exalted the king is exalted on high he is exalted the king is exalted on high come on he is exalted the king is one voice on high I will praise Him. He is exalted, forever exalted, and I will praise His name. He is the Lord. He is the Lord. Forever, forever His truth shall. Oh! 
top. He is exalted. Can you sing that with the us? He is exalted on high. I will praise you. He is exalted forever. Exalted as I. Let's try it with harmony. Lord, we love you. We give you praise. 
Bless you. Yeah, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are awesome in this place. Mighty God, Jesus. You are awesome in this place. Abba Father. You are worthy of all praise. 
to you our lives we raise Jesus you are awesome in this place mighty God hallelujah you're awesome you're awesome you're awesome in this place mighty God Jesus hallelujah you're awesome you're awesome in this place Abba Father Jesus you are worthy of all praise Jesus, to you our lives we raise. Hallelujah. You are awesome in this place. You're awesome. You're awesome in this place. You're awesome in this place. Mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we praise your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. All the glory, all the glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. All the praise, oh Lord, we praise your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, oh Lord, we praise your name all the glory all the glory hallelujah all the glory Jesus Mm. all the praise all the glory all the glory Jesus all the praise hallelujah hallelujah all the glory Jesus all hallelujah all the praise, all the praise. Oh Lord, we praise Jesus. Your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, Lord, we declare your glory in this place today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the day. Hallelujah. 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 This is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. We will rejoice. Hallelujah. And be glad in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, glory, hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we bless you. 
Oh, we bless you. We humbly submit our will to yours in this place today. Oh, there's none like you. <laughs> there's none like you, Lord. Hallelujah. There's Oh, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, oh. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, we bless you, hallelujah. Oh, wonderful God. Wonderful God. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, 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 hey. glory, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Oh, glory to God, hallelujah. Hey, 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 glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Oh, we bless you, we bless you, oh, we bless you, oh, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, we praise your name. Lord, we bless you, we bless you. There's none other like you, Lord God, no, not one, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, Jesus, high glory. Oh Lord, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Oh Lord. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. The plan God has. Oh, thank you, thank you. No way I'm here for glory. Oh, Lord Jesus. You know what I'm here for, Lord. You know what I'm here for. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we honor you so much for this worship experience. Thank you for speaking to our hearts this morning. Glory to God. And thank you for giving us an opportunity to bless you in this place today with the fruit of our lips. Glory to God. Praise from our spirits, from our hearts, through our mouths. Glory to God. Father God, we thank you for this portion of this worship experience where the word is preached, the word is taught. And Father God, we thank you that you have mercy upon us as we stand to do so. Glory to God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you and we invite you to go before the word to quicken us in our innermost being so that we can spiritually discern and receive with meekness everything that the Word is sharing with us in this place today. Holy Spirit, I thank you that as I stand to be used by you, that you do stand up in my body, that you do think with my mind, that you do speak with my mouth or through my mouth, that you do flow through me to say and do everything that all our Father and Jesus, our Lord and King, desires for you to say and do through us in this place today. Father God, we thank you that no satanic hindrance shall hinder the free flow of your word in this place today. We thank you that we're empowered to prosper your way. We're blessed as we receive the word on good ground, that good ground being our hearts. But we honor you today. We thank you. We give you praise. And we do decree and declare that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart are acceptable in your sight. Lord, you are our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, we do pray. And all who agree with that prayer said, amen. Come on, let's bless the Lord in this place today. Come on, we can do better than that. Hallelujah. Surely the Lord is in this place. Hallelujah. This is none other than the house of the Lord. Amen. The very gateway to heaven. Amen. Well, come on, let's give him praise, glory, and honor. In this place today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I heard somebody say he's faithful. Hallelujah. We can count on him. Glory to God. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. What a good place to start. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Us as you may be seated in this place. Greet us. You may be seated. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you musicians for your service. Praising for your service and thank you for everybody, audio ministry, media ministry, everybody who's working uh, behind the scenes to make sure that each service goes off without a hitch. Somebody say amen. And when there is a hitch or a glitch, glory to God, we thank God for competent people who can find the problem and fix the problem. Somebody say amen. 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 Well, we're going to move today into part three of our teachings on healthy and unhealthy mindsets and attitudes. Amen. But before you can go ahead and start that time for me, but before we get into that word today, there's a word from the Lord that I received on Thursday that I need to share 
with the congregation. Somebody say amen. Uh, this might not be a word that you want to hear, but it's a word that prepares us for something that is to come. Somebody say amen. The Lord said to me, he, he does nothing in the earth realm unless or, yeah, unless he gives information concerning that thing to his servant, the prophets. Amen. So here's a word from the Lord today. We were coming through a pandemic, and I'm sure that you don't want to hear anything else about other pandemics. But the Lord has spoken to me today or Thursday, and I'm going to share this with you so that you will not be fearful. Somebody say fearful. fearful. Sometimes, you know, we draw up in panic and in fear more than the world does, amen. But God wants us to hear this word today so that we can prepare ourselves for what's to come. Somebody say amen. The Lord spoke to me from the book of Joel on Thursday that there is another pestilent, another pestilent headed this way. Amen. He didn't give me any specific dates or time as it relates to when it's coming, but he says that there's another pestilent coming this way. Jesus said that there would be pestilences, amen, in the earth realm. That's plural. Somebody say amen. And this, this one that's headed this way now will be more of an epidemic opposed to a pandemic. Somebody say amen. Well, Pastor, we've already lost a lot of people. I think that I think we're around 2.9 million all over the world that we've lost to this pandemic. But the Lord says that an epidemic or a plague or a pestilence is headed this way. Man, I I looked in the Book of Joel, chapter one, and I I don't want to say that it's going to be a continuation of what's going on now. But I was reading about the locusts. That was the swarming locusts. They ate up something, and then there was the uh, chewing locusts. They ate what the crawling locusts didn't get. Amen. And then there was the creeping locusts. They ate what the crawling locusts or the swarming locusts didn't get. So I don't know if it's going to be a, uh, a continuation of this pandemic that will turn into an epidemic or it, it will be something new that's going to come along. Somebody say amen. Uh, the Lord says that those of us who obey him through this epidemic will receive unparalleled blessings. Unparalleled blessings, amen. So you know what I always tell you, if, if I missed it, don't call me a false prophet, just say I missed it, say amen. But I believe in my spirit that the Lord would have me to, to prepare us for either another wave or out, out, outright epidemic that's headed this way. Somebody say amen. And when the Lord shared this word with me, I began to think, Lord, if many more people die, <laughs> we're not going to have any people in the earth realm. And then I was led to do some studying on the bubonic plague. How many millions of people? One, in one place, I think China, 25 million people died. And then in another place over a period of time, I think it was Europe, up to 200 million people died, amen. So there's proof that there could be an epidemic and people die from the epidemic and the world will continue to move on. Somebody say amen. Uh, people repopulate. Somebody say repopulate. I'm not happy about this. 
but I am obedient to what I believe the Lord has shared with me. So prepare yourselves. Don't know the time nor the date that is going to happen, but prepare yourself. For we need to be prepared for another pestilence, a plague, or epidemic that's headed our way. Amen. Thus say the Lord. Somebody say amen. 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 Any questions? Amen. Amen. I'll refer you to the Lord if you had some. Amen. <laughs> amen. We were in week number three. Somebody said week number three. And I have 40 minutes left for teaching time. I'm going to try to give you as, as much as I can, but be as thorough as I need to be in these 40 minutes that I have left. There's a lot of teaching that we can do in 40 minutes. Somebody say amen. Amen. So, again, we were in our series, part three, on healthy and unhealthy mindsets or in attitudes. I, I feel something in my spirit if I go off on what it seems to be a rabbit chase, just know that I'm following the lead of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say amen. amen. Unhealthy or healthy and unhealthy mindsets or in attitudes, part three. Now, we've already taught you that a mindset is a fixed way of thinking, or it's a solidified way of thinking in the mind that only can be changed if the thinker changes it. Amen. So a mindset, a mindset is a fixed way of thinking, a fixed way of thinking, or a solidified way of thinking in the mind. Amen. We taught you that an attitude, somebody said an attitude, is a settled way of thinking. It's a way of thinking that's settled in our mind that motivates or drives our behavior, if you will, amen. There are fixed ways of thinking that we we oftentimes just might have the thought or the thinking, amen, but there are subtle ways of thinking, which are attitudes, that drives the way that we act, perform, or behave, amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Remember I told you that Jesus had at least two ways of thinking or two settled ways of thinking that drove his behavior when he was in his earthly ministry. Somebody say, man. I told you one of his settled ways of thinking was servitude. Somebody say servitude. He thought servant while, if you will. He says he didn't come to, uh, what did he say? I didn't come to be served, but I came what? To serve. Somebody say, man. So his, his servitude, settled way of thinking, drove him to serve just about every individual that he encountered in his earthly ministry. Amen. Somebody say amen. And then I told you the second way, or the second settled way of thinking that Jesus had was a settled way of thinking as it relates to his father, that subtle way of thinking was humility. Somebody say humility. Somebody say humility, which translates obedience. Somebody say obedience. Jesus did everything that his daddy told him to say. Or Jesus did everything that his daddy told him, our father, to do in the earth. Amen. He did everything that he saw his father 
do before he did it. Somebody say amen. So Jesus had an attitude of servitude, if you will, amen. Even with him leaving his throne and glory and taking on uh, the, the body of mankind and becoming a servant was a submissive way of thinking, if you will, amen. He was God just like his father. He could have had an argument with his daddy when his daddy told him to come down here, serve in the earth room, amen. But he humbled himself to his dad and did all the work that Abba wanted him to do in the earth realm, even unto death, amen. So, so we have mindsets and we have attitudes or settled way of thinking. The attitude could be a mood too, amen. Some of us have moods. <laughs> yeah, that we work out of. Somebody say amen. Yeah, you, 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 you wish some of us wasn't so moody, amen, but some of us are, and we need to take a look at those moody ways and change them where they need to be changed, amen. I was looking back on the last lesson that I shared with you because I think I closed with raising this question. Where are our attitudes or our fixed ways of thinking getting us? Where are they getting us? Or what are our fixed ways of thinking or our settled ways of thinking producing in our lives? Are they producing success? Or are they producing failure? Amen. God wants us to begin to take a look at our behavior. God wants us to begin to take a look at our performances, if we will. God wants us to begin to take a look at our actions and determine what thought or and thought, thought process are driving those behaviors, actions, performances, if you will, amen. And if our actions, performances, behaviors are negative, or if they are hurtful and harmful to individuals, even ourselves, we probably need, I don't like to try to tell you what to do because some, some folks rebel against that, amen. We probably need to take a look at those actions and those thoughts and consider changing, amen. I'll say this to you real quickly. God's plan for us is good and not evil, amen. So if our thoughts are producing evil actions, actions that hurt us, actions that harm us, we need to take a look at that thinking. Somebody say amen. How do you take a look at your thinking? You, think, you take a look at your thinking by taking taking. A look at your actions. Yes, some, some actions are habitual, and you don't have to put a lot of thought into it, amen. But some actions we think about thoroughly before they become performances or practices, if you will. Somebody say amen. 
So God wants us, wants us. But at the end of the day, God wants our actions to look like his thoughts, if you will. Does that make sense to you? And the way our actions look like his thoughts is we take on his way of thinking. We take on his way of reasoning. We take on even his motives that will drive what we do. Amen. And I know we've preached for years that uh, his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways and his thoughts and ways are higher than ours. But I, I brought this to your attention several times and I want to bring it to your attention again. Uh, even though they're high, the ways and the thoughts, we can elevate our thinking to God's way of thinking. Somebody say, man. The scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 that we have the mind of Christ. And Christ's mind is God's mind. Somebody say, man. Uh, the word says in, in John chapter 1 that uh, Jesus came to declare God unto us. Amen. He came to show us God's way, if you will. Amen. And if you don't remember anything else about this particular message today, you need to, or we ought to, or let me suggest to you that we begin to elevate our thoughts to God's way of thinking. Amen. Somebody say God's way of thinking. God's thoughts produces, engenders God's behavior. God's behavior brings good results. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. So, what are your attitudes producing? Is it success? Success being basically uh, favorable outcomes. Favorable outcomes. Somebody say favorable, favorable, favorable outcomes. Or are your mindsets, attitudes producing failure or evil or harmful behavior? Somebody say amen. Before we get any further, let's look at our foundational scriptures, and then I'll share with you some of what I have today. This message that I have today is going to take a couple of weeks, because i got 13 things to say. You know, we have to expound a little bit on everything, somebody say, man, so this can take a while. Y'all all right this morning? I'm feeling pretty good myself, amen. Proverbs chapter 23 Verse number seven, and I told you on the onset of this series that I was going to try to make sure I keep these passages before us every, every Sunday until this series is over. Amen. Proverbs 23, seven, verse, the A portion of it, it says, for as he thinks, that is a man or a female or an a female, for as he thinks in his heart, it's not gender uh, specific, it's it's humankind, or mankind, if you will, amen. But as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So is he. One of the things I ask you to consider from that uh, verse number 7a is our way of thinking determines our quality of living. Our way of thinking determines our quality of living. If we think evil, guess what? We're going to live evil. If we think good, we're going to work at living good. Amen. If we think success, we're going to work work on being successful. Amen. Somebody say amen. 
And for those of you who think that God don't want us to be successful, you need to get in the word. We see success from Genesis to Revelation. Somebody say, man, I'll say this to you again. God wants his folks to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath. Amen. And sometimes in order for us to get to that place of headship, our thinking has to change. Am I boring you this morning? Our thinking has to change. Somebody say amen. Proverbs chapter 27, verse number 19, I believe. Amen. It says, as in water, face reflects what? If you look down in the pool of water, in most cases, you can see your face. Somebody say amen. So a man's heart reveals the man. The man or the woman's heart reveals the man. How do the heart reveal the man or the woman? You see what's in the heart by what a person does or by what a person says. The Bible says that out of the heart flows what? The issues of life. The path we'll take, etc. Amen. The Bible also says, and Jesus said, Jesus said this, out of the abundance of the heart, the heart, the heart, the man speaketh. Somebody say, man. So your thinking is revealed by your actions or in what you say. Somebody say, man. Here's my here's my favorite one. Third John two. Hmm. Third John 2. And I forget you're going to put it up there on the screen, but I'm, I'm just turning. Third John 2. I might get there before you do. If I get there, oh, you beat me. <laughs> it says, beloved. Somebody say, beloved. I pray that you may. Somebody say, may. Uh, the term may uh, is used to express possibility. The word uh, may is also used to express opportunity. So there is opportunity, there is possibility for us to prosper and be in health. But in order for this to happen, the scripture says, our souls have to prosper. Our souls have to prosper. Our souls being the way that we think, feel, which encompasses mood, somebody say amen, and make the body act, somebody say amen. So if our actions display prosperity, oftentimes we have to change some things that are in our soul or in our thinking and in our feeling. I'm not suggesting that all of us have bad thoughts, but I am suggesting that all of us have bad thoughts. <laughs> all of us have thinking that can't. And even should be changed. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Then I'm going to introduce today's lesson. For the last year, year or so, I've been thinking that I need to eat everything on my plate. If someone put a plate of food before me, I don't care how much it is. My thinking was, I got to eat it all. So if I say, man, I even went to the restaurant one day and I eat breakfast probably in a restaurant three or four days a week. I was in the restaurant one morning, and the girl, uh, the servant, or the server came to me 
after she had served my meal, she said, you ate everything on your plate this morning. <laughs> and I said, I got to pay for all of it. You ain't going to give me no discount being smart. You ain't going to give me no discount if I don't eat it all. So my thinking was, I had to eat everything on my plate. And here's the outcome that I got from eating everything on my plate. I'm about 10 or 12 pounds larger. Yeah. You know what else? I wheeze now when I exert myself. I was bending over the other day to tie my shoe. And Vicky said, is that you? I said, yes, that's me. So now I'm changing my mindset. And my, my, the change I'm making is I don't have to eat everything that's on my plate. I can leave something, amen. Somebody say amen. So as I change my thinking as it relates to my eating habits, I back up off of eating a little bit. And I'm believing God that as I bag up or the more I bag up, the, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll lose a few pounds and then that wheezing will go away. My wife said, do you have asthma? No, they've checked me for asthma. I'm just fat. I'm just bigger than I need to be. Walk up a, up a flight of stairs and I have to stop and catch my breath. Vicky dropped me off. First lady dropped me off at a ball game. Um, about, I guess it had been about three or four weeks ago that, that uh, Dallas was playing. And she dropped me off in the wrong place. But she left. So I, that means I had to walk to the right place. And in my walking to the right place, I had to go up a flight of steps, maybe about 24 steps. When I got to the top, it sounded like an alarm was going off. I had to stop for a few minutes and catch my breath before I could finish the walk. That's an indication to me that my thoughts need to, or my thinking needs to change in some areas, amen. So I'm working on my thinking in that area. So everybody has some bad thoughts. We even have bad thoughts concerning our eating habits. But we have bad thoughts about how we treat people. We have bad thoughts, thoughts as it relates to how we think we should speak to people. So all of us have some bad thoughts that we need to change. Somebody say amen. So with all that out of the way, let me give you the title for today's lesson. The title for today's lesson is Thoughts on Thinking, Learning, and Customs. For the next two weeks, I'm going to give you thoughts or things to think about as it relates to thinking, learning, and custom. Custom simply being the way that we behave or the way that we act. Yeah, I'll say it how you want me to say it, Lord, or, the, or our performances, if you will. Did you not know that a lot of our actions have been handed down to us? Did you not know that some of our actions carry no value? None whatsoever. We just do what we saw. We just do what we heard. As a matter of fact, Peter spoke to the Jews that he was writing to. He was talking about how they had been saved by the blood of the Lamb. And then he talked about aimless traditions that had been handed down to them from their fathers. Aimless simply means no purpose, no intent. Nothing good comes out of it. Somebody say amen. So there's, there's some behavior 
that's been handed down to us that really has no, no, no purpose, won't get us nowhere, won't promote anything good, won't promote us to any good place in life, amen. It's just things that we, yes, sir, I do that. It's just things that we've been handed down or things that's been handed down to us by parents or people that we've, we've been around that has no value. Somebody said has no value. Now, now God told the children of Israel, look, I'll go to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 19. He said, I set before you life and death. He said, choose life so that your children may live. We've we, we got to get to the point where we make better decisions out of better thinking so that we can impact our children in positive ways. And I, you know, I ain't trying to kick my mom and dad, but a lot of my bad habits I learned in the house. And then mom and dad started changing. By then, you know, it was foundation in me. And so I had to work on through the word, changing some of my bad behaviors or my bad thinking. And, 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 and I try to choose life. Most of the time these days, amen. That's why I'm going to change my eating habit because I want to live. So I say, man. So I try to choose life. A lot of my habits, bad habits I learned in the house, I learned how to smoke. I learned how to drink. I learned how to cuss in my environment. Not just cuss, but say hurtful, harmful curse words to people with the intent of hurting them. Learn those things in my environment. As a matter of fact, I've been dreaming for a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm all off. I'm all off my my, my uh, what I think manuscript, but I'm just flowing with the Holy Ghost. Somebody said flow with the Holy Ghost, Pastor. I've been dreaming. So y'all gonna make a jingle out of it? Okay, all right. We go. We gonna play it every week before we start preaching. Okay. If you got if you got those abilities, get busy. Somebody say get busy. Amen, amen. My pastor, uh, they have their own jingle that they play. Uh, I like it. Sometimes I sing it. Somebody say amen. But for the last couple of weeks, I've been dreaming about the past. I've been dreaming about the past a lot. So much so, the past dreams got intertwined with other past dreams. Amen. So I told, I told my wife, I tell my wife a lot of stuff. She my sound the board. She my, she my listening ear. I said, I've been dreaming a lot about the past. What does this mean? So I go back to bed. What, what, one night, you know, when you get older, you have to get up during the night. Huh? And I'll just leave it like that. Amen. One night I was dreaming about my past, got up, did what I had to do, laid back down, and went right back to the dream. Didn't miss a beat. So, so I'm asking the Lord, 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 what is all this about? And he spoke to me about one passage of Scripture, and I want to speak to you about it. We'll speak to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We'll go back and get this. Verse number 33. And then my understanding opened up. First Corinthians. Man, you're a long way down the road. Amen. Third John 01. <laughs> okay. First Corinthians 15, 33. 
15.33. He says, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupt good habits. He said, don't be deceived. Evil company corrupts good manners. And after he said that to me, guess what? He helped me to understand why I was dreaming about my past. He said, he said to me, you've been dreaming about your past because I want you to take a look at your life before your environment contaminated you. I wanted, I wanted you to look back at how you thought before you let your environment seize you, apprehend you, or overtake you. And I began to think about around the eighth grade before I went to, when I went to high school, it just always left man. <laughs> I well anyway, my environment seized me. Somebody say, man. But prior to that, I was educational minded. I thought education. I thought education. I thought professionalism. I thought about going to college. I thought about what I wanted to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then I went to my first year in high school. And I didn't want to go to the high school that I ended up going to, but Mama said that's what I had to do. I'm an obedient child. So I went to high school the first year, education, 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 education. Year number two, lay in the field. Get out of joint. Smoke a joint. Get high. Go to class high. Say things to the teacher you ain't got no business saying, et cetera, et cetera. My environment began to claim my behavior, if you will. And that way of thinking and living went on for a long time. I got paid, I wanted to get high. Got paid, I wanted to go to the club. Got paid, I wanted to get drunker. Somebody say, man. Already drunk, drunker means, you know, you added to your drunk. Somebody, somebody say, man. I remember when I first graduated from high school, and the Lord wanted me to think about this, think about this. Uh, when I first graduated from high school, my first six months out of high school, at the beginning of the next school year, I got high with my buddies, and I went up to the school that I graduated from and begged for money. Begged for money. And then one day I woke up, and then college came back on my mind again. So I went to college, but I couldn't stay in there because my thinking went this way. While I'm uh, in school, I can be making some money somewhere. So I left college and went to a job, started working, and never really did get back to that place of educating myself in the way that I wanted to before the environment claimed me. Let me encourage some of y'all to do something. Think back on how you used to be before your environment began to impact you in a big time way. Think back. Now, do I have an opportunity now to get educated? I could. The answer is, will I? Life has educated me. I've had college, don't have a degree, but life has educated me. Somebody said, yes, it has. But God wanted me to look back on how I thought before my environment impacted me, before the dudes that I used to hang out with influenced me, before my surroundings influenced me. 
you, you do know that it's possible to live in a surrounding that influences you. Sometimes when you live in a not-so-positive surrounding, if you're not strong enough, that surrounding will claim your thinking, and the next thing you know, your behavior will look just like your surrounding. Good or bad. Good or bad. Your, your scenery. Somebody say scenery. I bless God. I, I got a wonderful wife. I talk about her a lot these days because she's valuable to me. She's wonderful. Uh, your scenery. Somebody say scenery. Your scenery can impact the way that you think, thereby impacting the way that you behave. When I, when I first got married, I think we had been married for three or four years, maybe five years. No, we were about three or four because Matthew wasn't here yet. But anyway, my wife used to say to me, let's go over to such and such a place and look at some houses. And I didn't want to look at no houses in such and such a place. I was pretty satisfied where I was, amen. One day she finally convinced me to go somewhere else and see something different. And after I looked in the place where she took me or encouraged me to drive, I began to aspire to different things. Before I began to aspire to different things, my thinking was just in that one little spot, that one little place, amen. But when I began to see something, Differently, my thinking come, came out of the box. Amen. Can I help somebody? We need to aspire to different things. Somebody say new things. Somebody say new things. They ought to be godly things, but they can be new things. Somebody say new things. But when you aspire to something new, be sure you get the process too. Somebody say amen. Because process or aspiring to something new without process equals Unexpected expectations not being fulfilled. Somebody say, man. Mm -hmm. So my environment claimed the way that I was thinking. I went to where my environment, and then I got introduced to the word of the God, word of the Lord. I've been in church all my life, but wasn't in the word. Somebody say, in the word. God used a very wise man to impact me from the word of God perspective, and he sits right here. Start going to Sunday school. Start being put up to teach. Put, I mean, I do mean put up. Put up to teach. Somebody say amen. As I taught, I studied. As I studied, the word got in me. As the word got in me, the word began to change me. Amen. I'm a great advocate of the word of God. Because the word of God can change your life. You know, it's all right to pray. It's all right to worship. But we got to get some word in us. The word and the Holy Spirit are the only two agents that's going to really change us or really move us to move our thinking to God's way of thinking, if you will. Amen. Not just coming to church will help you. You have to have personal relationship in the word of God yourself. Amen. Because if, if, if you're like me, if you, if you learn that your environment impacts you in a negative way, you want to change that thinking. Dante, you want to change that thinking, amen. And you want to take on some thinking that has a 100% or 100% chance of changing your behavior, and that's the Word of God. Somebody said the Word of God. I believe that if we plant the Word of God in us on a regular basis and water it on a regular basis, guess what? It'll produce God's way of thinking. 
It'll produce God's way of thinking on the inside of us. And if we submit to our thinking, our behaviors will line up with the word of God. You know, God, God wants us to witness. God wants us to display him to the world. But that's not, only, that's not the only thing God wants for us. Amen. We miss some things. Somebody say miss some things. We're so busy being religious until we don't even sometimes get to the meat of what God desires for us. Amen. John 10, 10. I'm all, all, I'm all off my lesson. All off my lesson. John 10, 10. And we're going to go back to Deuteronomy 30, 19. John 10, 10. I don't know how we missed this for so long. See, 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 the thief is stealing life from us. And he's stealing life from us all kind of way. Even, so, even in your diet, if you will, amen. All kind of ways. He, he, he's planted all kind of thoughts in our mind that, that, that hurts us or causes us not to move forward in positive ways or the way that God desires to move forward. Somebody say amen. And we need to learn how to recognize the thief's stillery, if you will. That's a word I just made up. Amen. He's stealing from us. She was scared I was going to use a big word. Stillery. That's a good one, isn't it? Paul made them up. Amen. <laughs> How he steals from us. How he steals from us. How he steals from us. And we need to realize what he steals from us. He steals life from us. He steals, he steals life from us by planting his way of living in our, in our head. And then we act on what, you know, we're wrestling out against flesh and blood. He, he puts his thoughts in our head, and then we act on his thoughts, and we get his results. Amen. You know, the Bible said, if we sow to the flesh, we were, we were of the flesh, reap. What is it we'll reap? Okay, I don't know you. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> we will of the Basically, we'll, we'll, we'll reap evil. So, so Steve, the, the thief steals life from us. Listen to what the scripture says. Give, me to, give that to me in the New Living Translation. The thief's purpose, I like that, is to kill, is to steal, and to kill, and what? Destroy. He wants to steal life, kill life, and destroy life. He wants to kill you. He wants to kill me, amen. Uh, the devil desires to steal some of us as we, but Jesus prayed for us that our faith fail not, amen. It's your faith that's going to get you over. It's your faith that's going to get you over. Your full trust in God that's going to get you over, amen. If that were not so, Jesus would not have prayed for the faith. He would have prayed for the individual, amen. Peter, Peter, the devil desires to see if you as weak. But I have prayed that your faith, what, failed. He didn't pray for Peter per se. He prayed for his faith because he knew that Peter's faith was going to get him over, amen. So, so the thief's purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy life. Jesus said, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. A rich and satisfying life. Why do we miss that? Why do we miss the fact that God wants us to have a great life in the earth? Amen. Blessed are the meek, for they shall what? Inherit the earth. Amen. God wants us to inherit the good that this earth has produced for us to inherit, amen. But we got to get meek in our behavior, amen. 
a satisfying life, a satisfying life, a rich life, a wealthy life. Don't talk to me anymore about poverty because I don't want to hear a lot about poverty, amen, because I know that God wants me to live a rich life, but I do understand that my thinking has to change in order for me to achieve wealth, amen. I mean, you're not going to get wealthy thinking thinking you got to spend everything that you, that, you, that, you, that, you, that you earn, amen. You ain't going to get wealthy. You, 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 you'll be waiting on God to do something while you operating outside of his principles. It just ain't going to happen. God will tell you how to get wealth. God will tell you how to get wealth. God, so you can fulfill his covenant of wealth in the earth for him, amen. Y'all, y'all missing, missing me today, amen. He wants us to live a rich and satisfied life. So what, why are we doing things to subtract from life? I pray this prayer every day. I pray this prayer. I pray this prayer. Listen, every day. If, if certain things I pray every day. You know, I'm just on, 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 on the call the other week. I told y'all that prayer is sometimes repetitious. I pray this prayer every day. Lord, place a hedge of protection around my mind. To protect my mind from any demonic thought that Satan and his emissaries would try to plant in my mind in this day. Because I know he's going to try to plant something in my mind that's going to derail my life if I allow it. Amen. Because he wants to steal my life. He knows what God has told me about my life because I tell it all the time. Amen. So he knows what God is telling me. So he's going to be actively trying to derail my life. Not only is he actively trying to derail my life, but he's actively trying to derail your life. And you need to understand that the battlefield is the mind. Amen. The battlefield is the mind. You thought that stupid thought was yours. It might not have been yours. It might have been something that, that, that the devil planted in your mind. Amen. I remember I used to like to talk about the devil, but I'd like to talk about him now because I want him to know I recognize his schemes, amen, and I want you to get delivered from his schematics as well, amen. Man, he'll have us doing all kind of, I almost said the wrong word, all kind of crap that would derail us, amen. But you would have understood God said he set before his life and death. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 19. Life and death. God saw awesome until he tell you what to choose. He said, you know, I said it before you. And how, how death get into the world? Through the fall. I need to help somebody today. We live in an evil world. And there's plenty of evil to go around if you want to partake of it, amen. But there's plenty of life to go around if you want to partake of that too. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is crying out everywhere. But you have to get to a place where your, your ears are tuned to the wisdom and not the evil that's trying to hurt you. Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse number 19. I, I, think I'm gonna get, I think I'm getting ready to close 30, 30, not 31. You all right, man. You all right. All of us. All you know, all of us make mistakes. You know what I read in the book one time, and it's true. The only folks that don't make mistakes are people that are not doing anything. Amen. If you're doing, if you're doing something, you're going to make a mistake. 
But if you're wise, you'll learn from your mistake. Amen. God said, I call heaven and earth as my witness today against you. My time has run out. He says that I have set before you what? Life and death. Death is, is hurtful. Death is harmful. Somebody say amen. He says blessings and cursing. He says, therefore, this is what I want you to do. Choose life that both you and your descendants. You know, your baby's life is predicated upon your choices. You know, when you hear stuff like that, it, it, it puts a weight on you. It puts a weight on you to do right before your baby. I did some crazy stuff before my babies, and then I learned some good stuff to do before my babies. I see, I see them doing some crazy stuff, but I also see them doing some of the good stuff. So, especially now, Dante, your baby is at a point where her mind is like a sponge. And her eyes probably has the brightest eyesight that it'll ever have. She see, she hear everything that you do. Now, I mean, my, my wife here, my, my wife again. My grandson Judah called his grandmother every day. Hey, grandmama! When he called me, he said, "Hey, papa." <laughs> that was a big difference, eh? Hey, grandmama! She called me one morning to let me hear. Hey, grandmama! And she'll say, "Hey, handsome man." He'll say, "Hey, handsome man." She, he'll say, what you doing? She'll say, what you doing, baby? He'll say, what you doing, baby? His mouth folks in what she says. And he repeats what she says back to her. Very, very, very important. I want to say this word, impressionable. Did I say it right? Very impressionable place. Your choices impacts her for life. See, 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 you don't want your baby to grow up. And I know I'm over my time. You don't want your baby to grow up to have to spend time on the couch like I did to get some behavior change when you can present the right behavior before. And you can isolate her. You can protect her from some things. You, 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 you can keep her from some things that will harm her. Amen. But what what, what, what the defensive do? He, defense, the defensive person does, he, he blocks somebody, don't he? The, the offensive person uh, sometimes block people out there. You can run offense and defense for your baby. Offense and defense. I finally learned and I, try, I, I, I started working on it. I tell you now so that you won't have to wait till you get 60 years old. My life is an open box or open book to you now. So that you don't have to be 65 years old before you come to the realization of some things. Some things you ought to, if you do them, you should ever do before your child. I learned drinking from my daddy. He gave me my first drink. His mind said, well, if you're going to drink, I might as well give it to you. And Chris reminds me sometimes he drank because I gave him, my, gave, gave him his first drink. Amen. You see how they trickle down? So we need to learn to choose life. We need to learn to take the words of Jesus Christ serious. I came that you might have life. 
How are you going to know the kind of life that he came to give us? You got you to gotta, you gotta get into what he said, amen. There's a word that I like. Yeah, I'm going to close right here. There's a Greek word that I love. That's a, a, it's the Greek word for word, and the Greek word is logos. In, in the definition of logos, is something said, inclusive of the thought, inclusive of the reasoning, inclusive of the motive. So when I read Jesus' teaching, I see his thoughts, his reasoning, and his motives, amen, which means I can take on his thoughts, his reasoning, and his motives, but I got to spend some time there, amen. I got to drive out what's bad here and allow what's good to take its place so that my performances, I know you don't like the word performances, but we do perform, so that my performances, my actions, my behavior can be good so that I can have good results. Are there going to be some hardships on the way of thinking that way? Uh, I remind you the words, these again, it's like we're going to have tribulation, but be a good cheer. That's a way of thinking. He said he's overcome the world. I got some healthy mindsets that I want to teach you. And I hope God allowed me to, I want to teach you about the mindsets of perseverance, the mindset of resilience, the mindsets of loyalty to God, and the list just goes on and on and on. And then I want to show you the outcomes to those mindsets. If I could talk, well, I can't talk about it. But if I could talk about, what that dude named one of, one of, one of the children of Israel, one, 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 of, one of Israel's children, the one that got thrown in the pit? That's the one. Y'all been read. Joseph had a mindset, an attitude of resilience. Every time he got, every time, every time he was thrown down, he got back up. He weathered the storm. Never did give up. His resilient mindset led him all the way to the palace in Egypt where he became second in command. Amen. I got a lot I want to tell you about this. Attitude of overcoming. The attitude of being more than a conqueror. We got to get rid of this mindset of getting in a place and just staying there, and it's a rut. Sometimes when I get in a rut, I say, we've been man do it for a night, but you're going to come in the morning. I'm looking for I can probably preach for another hour and not say the same thing twice. But I'm going to close. And I'll close with this statement. Got a lot of stuff I want to say. If you're worth thinking, is producing negative results, a negative behavior, negative performances, negative actions in your life. Let me suggest to you that you might want to look at changing that way of thinking. Let me suggest to you. Now, I can't make you do nothing. I've been here for 22 years now, and I ain't never made nobody do anything. But hopefully God has said something through us that calls us to think, that provokes us to thought, 
that provokes us to take a look at what we're producing. And if change needs to be made, make change. I'm going to quote one of my favorite secular artists in one of my favorite songs over the years. And he's gone. But he said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. Take a look at your actions and behaviors. Examine your thinking. And if there need to be change. Come on, come on, precious people. Make the change. Somebody say amen. Father God, we honor you so much for this word. We thank you that it was liberating. That is, it's a word that can produce freedom in, in us when we take possession of it and allow it to penetrate our minds, to change our thinking, our thoughts in certain areas. Lord, we thank you that you love us so much that you do share with us things that will cause our lives to be better. I'm reminded of this, Lord. I think about it sometimes that you gave me some revelation from the teachings of Jesus. You showed me that everything or everybody that encountered Jesus that had faith in what he was teaching, preaching, or doing, their lives changed for the good. Hallelujah. So, Father God, we thank you that that's available to us as well. Our interacting with him through his word can change our lives for the good in Jesus' name. And all who grew that press said, Amen, Amen. It's 11.30 now. Children's Church Ministry has started. The meeting ID by way of Zoom is 832-3475-6582. Again, that's 832-3475-6582. The password is 680-632. That's 680 680- 632, amen. If you're joining us today by way of teleconferencing, uh, by, uh, by way of any social media platform, and you desire to give to us, we have at least five ways to give. When I say give to us, I mean to give to this ministry. There's Givelify. Uh, the Givelify address is Friendship CCM. If you don't have Givelify downloaded, you can go to your app store and download Givelify. Press the prompts when you find uh, the word friendship CCM or when you see my picture follow those prompts and then give accordingly somebody say man you can give by way of cash app our cash app address is dollar sign friendship capital F CCM again that's friendship capital F CCM amen you can give to this ministry by way of PayPal you can go to our our, our, our uh, website www.friendship ccm.org click on the prompting for giving follow the promptings and you can give by way of PayPal you can give to this ministry by way of blank bill pay that is online giving the same way you pay your bills online you can give to this ministry and lastly you can always mail us a check money order if you mail us cash please wrap it up real good so the postman won't see it somebody say man our address is 1238 Center Point Parkway, Birmingham, Alabama, 35210.
1-5. Amen. If you're sharing with us today and you need Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life, you need to ask him to come in and change you, or you can pray this prayer, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Lord Jesus, save me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus, be my Savior. Lord Jesus, be my Lord. You can pray this prayer of thanksgiving after praying the prayer of invitation to come in. Lord Jesus, I thank you for coming into my heart. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you for being my Savior. I thank you for being my Lord. Amen. And if you're watching us by way of Facebook, there are some more instructions that you that you should see at this point in the comment section that's strictly from the Word of God that you can follow to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life. Amen. Let us not forget that on each Wednesday night at 6.45 p.m., we have Bible study. We do Bible study by way of Facebook Live. We do Bible study by way of Zoom. Our Zoom ID number is 825-199-7060. Let me ask you a question. Can the people that's viewing us see, see this information that I'm giving? You can refer to the comments section <laughs> on whatever social media page that you're watching us from and get the info to join us uh, by way of Bible study. Uh, you can also join us by way of teleconferencing, and I'm, I don't think that one is there. Teleconferencing, the number is 1-800-697-4304. Again, that's 1-800-697-4304. And the access code is 205-261-4921. Amen. Did I omit anything? I think that's about it. Let me bless. I didn't even say good morning to folks who are joining us this morning. Good morning to friendship. Good morning to all of our friends who are joining us by way of social media platforms and all of those who are joining us by way of teleconferencing. Somebody say amen. Until next week, we pray God's blessing upon you. We, play his, we pray his protection on your life. We pray his blessings upon your life. As well. We pray that he will keep you from falling and present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. In Jesus' name, amen.